Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to Wrestle Culture. <clears throat> Dominic Mysterio in the county jail. He said he wouldn't make it, man. I'm to Will. Hard time chasing him, man. He ain't no snitch. He's a real man, and his dad's a bitch. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Judgment Day's ex. Calm down. He spells fear and rears his mom. The best wrestler is the ex. Calm down. <laughs> I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by Phil oh. Chambers and Michael Hamlet from What Culture to discuss all the goings on in wrestling this week. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this Jesus sort of thing, Christ. make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. We're a few rules smack there. The show formerly known as NXT, you put oh. AW Dynamite, AW Rampage, pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a roundup of the week complete with a bigger quiz, of course, on Wrestle Coach, as I said, they're joined by Phil and Hamlet. You play these in the office. I admit, sometimes by my request, play these songs. <laughs> Mainly that you by do. me just forcing it on others, though. Yeah, like, have a Monday or a Tuesday. You'll play what happened on Friday. Uh, what happened? Like what it happened? was like some <laughs> terrible event. You play the song, uh, and then I get to sit in on Wrestle Coach every now and then, and it makes me forget why I like to attend gigs and see music live. <laughs> <laughs> Because just watching, like, having the cloth pulled back and seeing the physical performance, along with, I mean, the articulate and elegant parody, like, <laughs> oh it's God. just, it's an audio-visual experience, too. It's a sensory overload. You don't want And to the see thing is, it's an audio-visual experience for us, too. Yeah. <laughs> not for the, however many people so are listening people to this listening. podcast at home. No one to... ever gets to see this side of it, and it's a tragedy. You don't want to see how the sausage is made, do you? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, but I thought we should start. I like a sausage when it's being made. It does suddenly go incredibly pink. <laughs> <laughs> Just to give you all a little bit of a hint as to that, like beforehand, he was he was he was bigging up this one quite a yeah, lot. Yeah, I was nervous about that one. He did the hello, welcome to WrestleCulture bit, and then he took a kind of step backwards. Got into a little Elvis pose yeah, and hey. then started singing. Like the whole, the whole, it's just all there. The if anybody ever watches, <laughs> if anybody ever watches uh, the podcast we record, we're in the same studio, and you'll know on YouTube. Obviously, we're normally all sat at a desk. That would be the case with Wilborn today because, like the original Elvis, the way his hips are moving would be banned from YouTube. <laughs> so it had to be only shot from the waist up. Anyway, it's not about me. It's about the ex-con dog. <laughs> <laughs> Another fantastic development with him this week. I. Love. Right. Do you know what? You've been saying something for a number of weeks, and I think there was a period of time where, number one, 
you were saying it because you believed it. <laughs> number two, you were saying it to uh, wind up Sidgwick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and number Wrong three, order there, but yeah. yeah, yeah and number three, the other way around. because the groundswell of support for the storyline was kind of starting to legitimise it. Yeah. Right? You've been saying for the longest time, like the bloodline is your favourite storyline in wrestling. When any given day of the week, I get to sing the words, I'm in the f***ing Judgment Day. I know in my heart, the Judgment Day is my favourite storyline in wrestling. It is. I think it's better than the bloodline. I get a feeling, <laughs> like the smile that cuts across my face on Raw, and it's happening a lot now because they know how good the Judgment yeah. Day is. There's a lot of them on the show. They've got this big match coming up on Monday for the belt, mm. which goddamn feels huge, right? Yeah. I think the Judgment Day is my favourite storyline in wrestling. I still go back, all three of us, uh, in Dallas with Simon Miller, and God bless him, a man that finds love and positivity in everything. I'm envious of that. And we're sat next to each other when Edge is coming out and he's he's gotten off that big chair, right? <laughs> off his big off his big chair and this bloody song is playing. And I'm like, oh God, like Miller, what do, what do you make of this? He's like, oh, I really like Alter Bridge. I think it's nice that like they're doing another song. Uh, yeah, me too. <laughs> I was like, oh God, Jesus, I can't, I can't tear this down. Like, he, likes, he likes the band, he likes the presentation. This is just a nice time. And I messaged him months ago being like, I was 100% wrong. This is the greatest thing. I've spun this. This is going to like have my Spotify rap dominated in 2022 and 2023. <laughs> I think the stable are pissed funny. I think everybody is operating on a next level. Like they were starting at different levels. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. Like I don't want to describe the levels they're at to begin over with. over the goddamn yep. But they have all moved up levels with it. You've got one that has moved up into a money-drawing championship position in Rhea Ripley. You've got one in the kind of form of their life in terms of Damian Priest. You've got one who, thank Christ, is finally just getting to enjoy his job in WWE in third (laughs) ballot. And you've got another in somebody that was irredeemable and is now exceptional in Dominic (laughs) Mysterio. Like, I love this group. The thing is that when they did like, oh, he's, you know, he's him and him and Rio is what he thinks yeah. happening. Probably isn't happening. <laughs> it was like, okay, that's fine and fun and what have you. And then they did the gimmick with the Thanksgiving yeah. thing of his parents. And you're like, okay, that was quite a good bit of power. And it does rounds on social media. And they do it at Christmas. And you're like, okay. Right. Don't forget Blind Dom. When Sorry, apology, <laughs> yes. There was that bit that added to the story. That's an important uh, development. And they do it at Christmas, and you go, okay. And then he goes, he's getting arrested. You can't let him take me away. (laughs) I won't last a day in there. And you're like, right. And you're like, are you going to do stupid skits where he's in prison? She goes to see him. No, skip all that bollocks. Straight out. He's a hardened criminal now. Teardrop tattoo. Being on the inside (laughs) has changed him. The clear joke, you don't have to explain it, Miz, is... He's actually only in there for about 12 hours. <laughs> <laughs> but now he is standing there on Raw going, smell that? <laughs> I smell fear. <laughs> like, I'm a different guy. You don't want to play with me. And now he's, like, we'll, we'll talk a little about Raw. is Triple X now. May mm-hmm. as well. well. There's another podcast coming out over the weekend with myself and the Dudleys talking about what needs to happen. But, yeah, the, the fact, A, it's just for the Raw titles, I think, does help. But... <laughs> The fact that Dom's... Is Dom in the match? Yeah, he's on the graphic. Like They're fighting for the... I think they should... Say, I, the, for the first time in a long bloody time, it, I'm going to campaign for the bloodline to lose a championship. He got in the match again. Like, the patter attached to that. Finn Balor screaming at ringside with his ribs. Ah! Ah! <laughs> like, screaming his way through because he was injured and they had... Like, even they didn't want to put Dom, like, Dom in the match. 
That was so funny. Oh, Christ. Him. Can't, him. I do it no, I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. It's okay. It's fine. Cannot wait. Cannot wait. Like, I'm going to be on the hook for the title change. I, th- I think they're going to do it. Like, I, th- I think they're going to do it. I think that the Usos losing something is kind of perfectly timed. Like, not to be all boring and analyze pro wrestling on this podcast. I'll try and keep it short. <laughs> but, like, like, right now, the kind of the bloodline has felt as fragile as it ever has after the loss to Kevin Owens and John Cena with Roman Reigns really not wanting to fight Kevin Owens and kind of having to do it, and with nobody really knowing how and when Sammy, when the sh- other shoe will drop with Sammy Zayn, the Usos losing a pair of tag titles is a crisis for the blood, absolute crisis. And yet, they keep the other belts, which we know, presumably, have got Sammy Zayn and Kevin Owens' name on them at WrestleMania. Raw needs a secondary... The US title experiment hasn't worked on Raw in the way that Gunther's has with the Intercontinental title. Raw needs belts and champions with those belts that you care about defending them regularly. And it's the judgment day with the tag belts. Like, I feel really good about that as well. The way they can do it with the Freebird rules as well, except, like, oh. Dominic comes out with all the belts and then just hands them straight over. And he just carries them. He, like, he is the tag team champions, yeah. but then he never wrestles and passes <laughs> straight back over to them. But it's like you were saying before with, like, Finn Balor, like, finally getting to enjoy his job in WWE. Mm. He has, like, come undone in how good he is recently. It's just he feels so much more free than he yeah. ever has done in WWE. Like you say, at the, the bit, not just when he like injured himself and didn't want Dom to wrestle, but at the end of it, when Dom did win, and he was like so happy, and he threw his ice pack in the air. And yeah. like, oh, God, no. <laughs> I, I, I need that. Like, get that back. Like, just everything he's do, doing at the minute just feels so natural yeah. and so entertaining at the same time. And it's like, where has this Finn Balor been all this time? I, I take back everything I've ever said about WWE's writers. Ex-condom. <laughs> not everything. <laughs> No, that's uh, it. Ex-condom. It's it's either all or nothing for me. Yeah. An ex-condom is you get a Oscar worthy. You get a sex me. Your entire knob's an ex-condom. <laughs> Put it out there, Phil. Uh, I mean, like just, I've talked to the Dadley boys. As I said, the podcast will be out over the weekend about Raw is Triple X. How are you feeling about it? Surprises. The bloodline can't be as bad as Raw Twenty Five. Yeah, it'll probably be all right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's. Uh, the, I mean, the bloodline's Judgment Day. Stuff is obviously the the big seller. Like how who they bring back to the bloodline, whether it's like Rikishi's going to be there oh. or like um, I mean, obviously there's a, a wealth of people that they can bring yeah. back to do something with that. But it's like there's there's so many different ways that it can go on the night with the tag team match and where that's placed with the rest of the bloodline segment because you could have the bit where like finally Roman Reigns acknowledges the Usos. And then immediately they go into the match. And then if they immediately lose that, then you've just got that visual of Roman Reigns backstage going like, what have I done? I finally gave them their due. And now look how they're repaying me kind of thing, which then trickles down into, because obviously the thing with Sami Zayn's about like, kind of at boiling point almost. But if the Usos add a ripple to that, that kind of takes the heat off Sami a little bit to allow that to continue a little bit longer into WrestleMania. Yeah. And whatever is going to happen with all of the bloodline in the Royal Rumble match as well. Like there's, there's just so much that they can do. And I just want them to extend this as long as possible. Because at the minute, they, they are doing no wrong with all of this storyline. I think it speaks volumes that we are where we are Friday afternoon here in the UK. Mm-hmm. And it's not very often that I'm like... Let's get SmackDown and the weekend out of the way so yeah. we can get to Monday Night Raw. Like, when was the last time, other than in 2019, when WWE was scared of AEW, was Raw the fireworks factory? Yes. Like, I can't remember a time where I wanted to get there. You got me thinking there, Phil. This is what I love is when, like, pro wrestling and, like, conversation about it genuinely gets the synapses firing. I love the idea of them potentially having the ceremony after the fact and Roman being fuming with the Usos and Sammy begging him to still acknowledge them. 
Sammy like going to bat for the Usos yeah. because like as much like stock as you think he's got in the bank, like when they all turn him at Roman's orders, will only make that more dramatic. Yeah. What if Sammy's made a video package about the Usos? <laughs> and the guy, and it's like immediately the after and it's like double tag team champions. They've held the raw tag team champions for all this time. <laughs> Why is my turn <laughs> It's just such an exciting prospect. Uh, and we've got the Rumble next weekend, which we will talk about in due course. But let's briefly mention uh, the big development on AEW Dynamite this week and the heel turn of Soraya and Tony Storm. I'll bet when they first brought Soraya in, not many people thought that within a few months she'd be uh, one of the top heels in AEW. No, goodness, no. This wasn't the plan. Clearly, this wasn't the plan. Uh, and a number of mistakes have been made along the way that have had to make this the new plan. I don't know if... Before Revolution, when Britt Baker, the top heel in the women's division, cut the babyface promo of her life at Saray's expense explicitly, they had already decided this Saray thing is not going to work. Remember that week where she like lined the women up? And they're like, aren't these all doing really well? So and like weird. booking a tag match and a lumberjill match and all that sort of stuff. It I was the launch of the WWE Women's Revolution all over again. Wasn't yeah, it? absolutely. I don't know if that was the moment they thought about it or it's just like, you know, AEW's been on quite a hot streak lately, creatively. And I wonder if in line with that, like when he didn't do enough listening in 2022, Tony Khan has done a lot of it recently and has heard the criticisms towards Soraya and the kind of like wonky alignments of everybody. And it has just manifested in the form of this term we've seen on Wednesday night. If nothing else, and obviously you've got to let it play out because this was one week and one interesting and unexpected development. Kind of what we discussed on the Dynamite review, this actually affords a number of storyline opportunities that the men always get. There are always groups forming. There are always turns taking place. There are always narrative developments that allow for more than just insert match here on Dynamite. Mm. I'm not saying we're going to get two. Don't get yourself overexcited. God <laughs> forbid we get two women's matches like on a Saudi Arabian show. But <laughs> what you might get is actual like narrative development spin-off. Ruby Soho came and yeah. helped Willow Nightingale. Soraya could say, hang on, who are you actually with? When we are talking about people that are worldly-wise... You're part of that. Seasoned. Yeah, make your mind up here. Like, which it's, it doesn't have to be as clear as you were WWE or not. It was just, he's blessing these AW wrestlers and they've been anywhere yeah. else. They've never, like, like those people, like, they were, like sort of, I'm a Sunderland fan. There are people in Sunderland that will say proudly, well, I've never got Newcastle, I've never seen the need. And there's people in Newcastle that say, like, Sunderland, no reason to go there. Like, the cities are, like, 15 minutes apart. Yeah. Pretty much, you can get there. Like, one metro will get you there. But it's like, never seen the point. Like, there, like that's not, it's not a WWE-AW divide. It's just, like, the rest of the yes, world. They're yeah. being quite smart with how they've worded it. So there's a lot of women that could have, be forced to choose. Britt Baker potentially turning on Jamie Hayter, not to take the title, but to cost her it against one of these, like, one of these, like, invaders, when she's been the catalyst for it, is, like, a possible development down the line. I'm excited about what this could do for the division, I mm. think, and I wouldn't have expected to say that seven days ago. Yeah, I was just going to, like, on that point of, of the, like, the creating of the divide between the, like, AEW originals and the sort of outsiders, mm. like, Miller actually had a good, like, idea who knew uh, <laughs> where it's like the vague possibility of this somehow ending in like a, a blood and guts like 4v4 oh, yes. mm. um outsiders versus aw originals like women's match yeah and like making that like a huge focal point of a show which would be like probably one of the biggest most like 
focused sort of women's storylines yeah. they will have ever put together on AEW, like considering like Jamie how many Hitter people will be in first this. as the world champion and as the biggest defender of AEW. Yeah. yeah, and like with the amount of people that are in it, and obviously Soraya and things, mm-hmm. and like and make this a really big focal point and make this like like almost proving a point that okay, this is where the women's division changes yeah. and this is going to be better going forwards. I love that. Um, which it needs mm. and has needed for a long, long time. <laughs> and you can still do other storylines around this, obviously. You can still do the two matches on a, a show. Yeah. But like, if you got to that and then the breakup from that and all the storylines that run from that, then you could split to your two storylines a show and actually like do mm. more with these people going forwards after having built them all up to be in this absolutely huge match. Now, there's something I want to talk about before we go any further here on Wrestle Culture. Um, it feels a little bit weird to sort of slip this in with all the silliness and, and quizzes and what have you, but um, it is more than meriting of a mention. And I want us to just touch on uh, the legend that was Jay Briscoe. Obviously, the AW Dynamite show was dedicated to him. The news broke uh, during NXT this week. Uh, just an awful development, this uh, pamphlet. Um saving grace of this possibly being people realizing just what a star Jay Briscoe was. Uh, So many people I saw sharing uh, classic promos and matches and memories with, uh, with Jay Briscoe. And um, yeah, I think you're finally getting the acknowledgement he's deserved for quite some time, if I'm honest. And I should mention as well, there is a fundraiser out there, which Mm. we'd all obviously like to encourage people to go and support as much as they can to, to take care of the people who've been left behind. You know, Jay Briscoe's family, his wife, kids, who yeah. some of which were involved in the accident. Um, you know, his, his, his brother to, to think of as well. His, his friends all devastated by this news. Um, yeah, a real, real horrific moment this week, Hamlet. Yeah, uh, a total tragedy. There's no really any other way to sort of classify it. Um, the... Kind of like the paradox has shown itself in the, you mentioned the, the various tributes that have poured out when everybody, um, I, I tweeted this on the day, like I think it's just instinctive to maybe tie when it's like a public figure, which he is to most. But the rest is, of course, we're talking about their own treasured memories. But to us, and I imagine most people listening to this, he was a public figure that you maybe admired. His incredible athletic gifts, um, if you were a fan. And I think it's just, it makes you draw your own memories. And there's been a lot of people sharing their own memories, of which I'm sure we've all got them. And uh, the paradox of that is, of course, that, Oh, should we have just been a bit more clear about that when this person was alive? And I think that's, yeah. it's one of them just unfortunate realities of life is that, yeah, put over the people you love all the time, but then you're more inclined to do it when they pass. It's like a tribute. It's the only way you feel that you can contribute something positive to yeah. an awfully negative situation. What I will say about that is that what you would hope will eventually, not now, I'm sure, but will one day maybe bring great comfort to a lot of people in his family and his close-knit friends and other wrestlers that have lost... Uh, a friend, a father, a husband, and so on, is that all of these tributes will hopefully be the equivalent of, uh, you know, flowers at a funeral, uh, tributes paid in a more personal setting. These can be out there forever. The outpouring of support, the legacy building of Jay Briscoe in the aftermath of this terrible accident will be something that survives alongside with him for the family Mm. when hopefully there is a physical recovery because, of course, the emotional recovery will take longer if, indeed, you ever truly recover from something as terrible as this. So it's people should still be encouraged, I think, to to donate Mm -hmm. and to share the memories and to sort of reminisce um, about the things that they loved about his work and about his contributions because it's you'd like to think it's like a positive vibration thing, isn't it? Like if you are staring down 
the barrel of this just awful, awful tragedy and you are close to him, maybe the one place you can turn is to hundreds of thousands mm. of tributes of what he brought to these complete strangers who might bring you a bit of solace and warmth. So that's, you know, I agree. I think it's a shame sometimes that maybe people don't get enough when they're still around to hear it. Yeah. But you would hope that the people that can still benefit from that do in the aftermath. Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I was lucky enough to meet him a few times through working with What Culture. It was actually one of the very first interviews I ever filmed for What Culture because it was on the WrestleMania weekend where when it was in Orlando and we were backstage ah. at Supercard of Honor. Um, and he was, they were the first people that kind of we reached out to at Supercard of Honor and they were 100% on board for doing anything. Um, I remember Jack the Jobber was doing the interview and he was super nervous about doing it beforehand because <laughs> obviously they have a little bit of an aura about yeah. them <laughs> and he didn't quite know what to expect. And I think they kind of realized his nerves and like took over the interview and like kind of almost let him off the hook in a way by just like taking it over and just making it so entertaining. Yeah. Um, but like uh, they were just there sort of ready and then willing to sort of do something fun with us, um, even though they had no idea who we were <laughs> at the time, <laughs> probably. Um, and like, yeah, just give us something really special. And it's like that aura that they have, like the kind of they can at the same time be incredibly comedic and really really funny and but also absolutely terrifying yeah. <laughs> and, and there's there's not many people that can pull off that kind of mix and it, like that or i don't think we'll ever be matched in a way mm. in wrestling uh we had him over for wcpw but yeah. we didn't manage to um well he didn't wrestle because he was injured which was unfortunate and then did another thing with miller as well and like afterwards they were just like oh is that okay for you like hey, we know it was short but like we can do it again if you want to go again yeah and it was like well, no this is way more than we expected. <laughs> that's totally fine so this is like this is fantastic <laughs> so it's just that sort of the kindness and willingness to sort of just yeah reach out and do stuff with us and it's just really refreshing and really yeah. really nice i, I can like my i didn't i wasn't ever fortunate enough to meet them but i'd like it was just what came to my mind on the day, ultimately. Like, I've seen, like, a lot of wrestling live in my life, and it's, like, really amazing to get to watch. When you watch wrestling live, you remember what it is that you yeah. often don't get from the television, and, like, you're just really quite in awe of all of them, every single one that, like, walks the aisle. Uh, but I know for a fact, and I don't say this just because he has passed, and I know that I've seen very, like, a lot of other people say identical things about hundreds of different matches like i saw jay briscoe wrestle once and i will remember that night for the rest of my life as yep. a wrestling fan i will yeah. remember that night will you sat next to me i'll remember that night for the rest of my life like there are wrestlers that leave things with you and then there are the, those on the next level and he is in that very very small class of performers that have given me something that i will take with me forever and i know i'm not alone in that and i know many others have different examples yeah it's not a fluke and you weren't just there for the one good night <laughs> like he's a leg a significant legacy player Jay Briscoe yeah he's like, the aura you talked talk about there Phil is is unquestionable I was you know just in and around him in WCPW and uh, you know I, I for my sins had a limited knowledge outside of WWE but I know about the bloody Briscoes <laughs> and I know what they're like and uh, yeah um, I was there like you say with you Hamlet, for that match against FTR and I remember watching you I mean, become, you know, the child version of yourself. Leap, you and I jumping about. With the, the it's what wrestling is supposed to make you feel. Best ever yeah. tag match I've seen. Oh, ever. yeah. yeah. Uh, and it probably will remain that way just because it was just absolutely sensational work from, from all involved. And just as an update, I mentioned this this fundraiser there to help with the burden that has arisen for the, uh, for the Pew family uh, from this tragedy. And uh, I'm pleased to report that probably by the time this podcast goes out, they will have hit their goal of two hundred thousand uh, dollars. It is currently sitting at one hundred and ninety-seven 
thousand dollars, nearly one hundred ninety-eight, and uh, I, I was only made aware of this. I think this morning, yeah, yeah, uh, that this was a thing. So uh, if you do want to go and donate and uh, and help uh, the family of uh, Jay Briscoe, just go to givesendgo.com forward slash love. That's P-U-G-H. L-O-V-E, if you want to go and donate to that. And uh, I just, just even just skimming the uh, the donations and the comments and, and, and the reaction to all this, it is, that is just to reiterate really what you said there, uh, Hamlet. it's sad that for, for many people, something so, so dramatic has to happen for people yeah. to recognize them. But I think, you know, I've saw people saying he's he's got to be up there with one of the best Ring of Honor stars of all time. Oh, and, yeah. and I think... Yeah, he was he was overlooked um, for for far too long for this sort of thing, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, just just wanted to take a moment really um, during all this because you know this is often a recap of the week's events and we couldn't not mention mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just from all of us here at What Culture, our thoughts and prayers uh, go to uh, Jay Briscoe's friends and family and rest in peace to the absolute legend. And uh, no doubt, many people this weekend will be uh, watching some of his his work and. And I don't just mean matches because the promos, oh, incredible! Are just are just something else. It's like Phil pointed out; it's so difficult to be funny and frightening at the yeah. same time. <laughs> yes, like horror comedies are not easy films to make, <laughs> yeah. and yet that defined ninety-five percent of Briscoe Brothers promos <laughs> somehow. So yeah, quite remarkable. Um, not to be dismissive of that, mm. but we will talk a little bit about the Royal Rumble coming up. Next weekend, Phil, you and I will be doing the live stream for it. And uh, interesting news today coming out that WWE or sources within WWE seem to be fine with the news. Well, not the news. They announced it themselves that Cody Rhodes is going to be in the Rumble because they feel like they've still got some big surprises. Nice. Some good things to hear coming out of WWE. What are we just just over a week away from the rumble. Approximately yeah, nine days. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely. I'm not against them keeping. I think like everyone kind of expected Cody to come back at the Royal Rumble anyway, so I don't mm. think it needs that surprise pop because no. like everyone's just expecting it. And then like if he and then when he showed up, it would have been a great pop. But like just the building the anticipation of him being back is a good thing as well. Like you kind of you don't know what number two different things. You don't know what number. Yeah. You don't know when it's going to be. And inevitably, when that there's only one royal family thing hits like the place is going to go mad anyway and it's funny that it's under triple h because that's this is exactly what they did with his return as well <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. and it works really really goddamn well then so i assume it's really going to work again um so yeah i'm not against this at all i think this is a good move um but again like they're saying like if they're satisfied with the amount of surprises and things they've got in the world rumble that means there are other things that are going to be happening and they will still get all those like big surprise return pops which everyone loves about the world rumble anyway so it's you get kind of getting the best of both worlds with this one yeah the last thing you want to ruin is um Corey graves and kevin patrick's entries into the royal rumble <laughs> uh by sort of overwhelming them with the cody Rhodes return so <laughs> i'm being flippant there yeah they like it's a it's an interesting one this isn't it because the stuff it's a f- interesting thing to leak if anybody's leaked it or anybody has sourced this kind of news because they don't need to. Yeah. Like all of a sudden to your most ardent fan base, you are promising more than what your graphics and your card has already promised to deliver. Yeah. So for this news to eat out Tony Khan in it. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> like for this news to creep out, it does it encourages people. A bit like what we've said about the rock and this bloodline thing on Raw is triple X. The, it allows speculation without, like, virtually having confirmation. Yeah. So they can't really... Like, they're 
they can't go wrong particularly, mm-hmm. but there's at least you feel like there's got to be at least one star of a certain magnitude in the chamber, and they've got two Royal Rumbles to play with. Remember, mm-hmm. so like you know, it could be say the Rock in the men's, for example, or Naomi in the women's. But if even just one surprise of a decent scale is delivered, then this story is vindicated as well. It's a good week, isn't it? Because you got Roy's Triple X, yep. and obviously SmackDown go home show. But I'm just Roy's Triple X and the Royal Rumble. Both of which rely nicely upon the fact that the last two iterations of theirs, i.e. Raw 25 yeah. and last year's Raw Rumble, it's such a low bar to clear. <laughs> <laughs> if you were, we, I'm gonna, well, I'm going to use this to feed something in, in a second, but we do a lot of bets in this office. Mm-hmm. They used to be pasty bets. It's now the lovely guys at Good Brews yep. bets with their delicious coffee that feed us every morning. Mm-hmm. Um, not going to hold you to this. But if you were going to put a good bruise bet on about a surprise Royal Rumble appearance, who are you going for? Hmm. One like, from each, men's and men's and women's, let's say. Naomi. I, think. I like that. Yeah. I think um it's I think they like it's gone under discussed since Mercedes Monet made a return to the wrestling space about what's gonna happen with Naomi. And I wonder if that's been by design. Mm. I wonder if everybody's been asked just to shut up because <laughs> because something's afoot, you know, and something's occurring. So, yeah, Naomi, I have a weird thing with the Men's Royal Rumble, and I had it last year, and back then I was just considered a crazy fool because it was never going to happen, and then the guy main evented WrestleMania, won a pasty. Um, I've got this kink for Steve Austin entering the Royal Rumble and winning. I think it fits. Posting those workouts. Yeah. Four time, four time. He's WrestleMania ready, right? So, like, I've got, <laughs> I've had this idea for a while, which it blows things up a little bit, but basically that, like, Austin, like, they subvert the WrestleMania main event, in the Austin winning changes it from being about who's going to f- compete for the WWE title. It becomes who's going to wrestle Steve Austin. And all of a sudden, Roman Reigns and his WWE titles and his universal straps and all that. It's like, oh, I'm going to, oh, it looks like the tribal chief's going to take on the rattlesnake. And then Sami Zayn's like, uh, 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 I think I'm going to take on Steve Austin like my good friend Kevin Owens. Yeah. And then like Cody Rhodes has like the shot on night one and the winner fights Steve Austin on night two or whatever. I just think there's like, I don't like maybe it's not going to happen, but maybe Austin's got more in him than just this WrestleMania match. And coming in at like 28, 29 is what? A bit of fists and fire, a couple of stunners and throwing. There's not like a lot of grab. It's, it's not Move like on. he's taking a suplex on the concrete, is it? <laughs> yeah. Like he doesn't if he wins, he doesn't even have to take a bump to the outside. <laughs> it's like Iron Sheik winning the gimmick battle royal at WrestleMania 17. It was like, well, you can't throw him out. So <laughs> So yeah. I'll uh, I'll go Naomi realistic, Steve Austin preposterous. <laughs> Well, we've all seen the Royal Rumble poster. It's got, like, the electricity and uh-huh. the lightning and stuff on it. Everyone thought it was going to be The Rock. Maybe the rumours are that maybe that won't happen anymore. But you know who else has lightning? The Undertaker. Oh, <laughs> He's going to be knocking about on Raw. Number 30, Dong. Out he comes. Oh, so and then he wins, obviously. Cause, <laughs> and then, and then we and have he's eliminated by Johnny Gargano. <laughs> <laughs> And then, oh, he comes out 29, and then Maven comes out 30 and drop kicks him. Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> you I mean, son of a bitch, you've done it again. <laughs> you've done yeah. It. Uh, yeah, I don't actually think The Undertaker's going to come back, just in case <laughs> Just in case anyone did think that seriously. I don't know, though. I think Naomi's a great shout. I no, think I that's think a, a really nice sort of We're all going to say nice. Naomi, I think, because we yeah. want that to happen. I think it's just a nice make nice from everything that's gone on. And it was a rumble pop that kind of started Easter. all this, wasn't it? Yeah. Back in 2020, that pop that went viral. with that. Yeah. I think there's some outsider chances, like um, Chelsea Green, I think, today tweeted a gif of her at the Royal Rumble. Mm. And there's obviously been the rumours of sort of her possibly coming back into the WWE fold. There's some, so like that might be a nice little thing. 
Um, I have no idea for the men's. I've got no read. Too cool because that's what just yes. what we always got down one. Yes, Phil. Yeah. If that happens, if that happens a bit like BBC One just the other night where they had the porn noises during the FA Cup game. Yeah. I would anticipate a lot of people texting their mates going, "You need to watch the What Culture stream right Wait, now." No, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Uh, it's like somewhere sort of midpoint ish. Someone's like come in, throwing everyone out. Uh, Chad Gable comes out, throws that person out. Uh, Otis comes out. They're both there. They're waiting for whoever's coming uh, next. Out comes Scotty Too Hot. Uh, he puts, <laughs> puts the glasses on Otis. He does the worm all over the place. Don't, don't, don't make me That's hope. it. That's all I want now. I don't care about Cody Rhodes. I don't I, care about Austin. <laughs> I don't care about anything else. W-O-R-G. Want... <laughs> Shoosh. We tried to get in the way of it. tried to stop it. Yeah. I, normally, this would be like on this podcast or similar ones around Royal Rumble season. I would always like, I would always like sort of keep one last pitch in, in the chamber, but luckily he's like outworking literally every other wrestler on the AW Ross this moment. So I'm going to leave that in my guitar case, <laughs> if that's all right. Like his 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 need is greater on Wednesday nights carrying that yeah. goddamn show. <laughs> so that's fine. Uh, I'll just go like we said. We all want Naomi to be in the women's, so I'll just say if we can't have Scotty, I'll be really disappointed. And if Wade Barrett's busy doing commentary, how about a former commentator? I'm talking, of course, about Pat McAfee, mm. the biggest WWE stars there is. H- him coming back would, I think, would blow the. R- I think Cody would be like, "Oh, guess no pop for me then." <laughs> I would love to see Pat McAfee in a ring. Football's basically. I think he does college football anyway, mostly, but that's basically finished. Yeah. Uh, what about your rookie of the year now becoming a veteran? <laughs> well, I was just going to say, I kind of really want Logan Paul and Bad Bunny to do some kind of face-up <laughs> in there and yes. just show how good that WWE training is. Because <laughs> if they have some kind of show where they do a face-up and then do a little bit of a run. So Shane was in last year's. Oh. We have a wild card shout for you. Aye. What about in the women? Here comes the Mane and Sasha Banks returns. <laughs> right yes. the things, everything fell apart with the deal with AEW. Uh, New Japan's looking a little bit shakier than it did like, before she debuted. Like, they just like park, Triple H parks a truck outside. We're like, do you want to just call this one a draw? And she's like, yeah, I think I do, actually. <laughs> <laughs> we just forget that whole thing happened. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be 
big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Well, let us know your thoughts, your predictions uh, for the Royal Rumble and your thoughts on everything we've discussed on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. But I'm glad you guys are thinking about the Royal Rumble because enough of all this. It's now time for a good quiz. And this week's quiz is brought to you by Mr. Thorne. If you want your name associated with the hashtag bloody good quiz, all you need to do is subscribe to What Culture Wrestling uh, and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, just like Mr. Thorne, who writes, You found the light! No need to keep looking for it. The light is here. This is the gold standard for coverage of AEW. Wouldn't get on a plane, train, or car without them. Wholeheartedly recommended. What request? Can you be less spoiler in your episode titles? It's hard to always avoid the episode title before I've watched Dynamite. Other than that, feel free to use your Interrobangs, which I didn't realize was the name for, like, question mark, exclamation mark that I put at the end of every oh. podcast. Uh, with as much inflection as you like. Yeah, apologies for spoilers every now and again. I try not to do it with um, pay-per-views and premium live events, yeah. but I do... I do get a bit spoiler happy when it comes to the weekly TV. But thank you for that. Got to get a spot in people's searches, haven't you? Yeah. Um, thank we, should, you. we should just put CM Punk in the AW Dynamite title every week, whether or not he returns or not. <laughs> yes. Like, they could put him in the TV guy copy. He might get over a million again. So, with the Royal Rumble being just around the corner, my big issue last year was Phil and I were watching the stream and the amount of times they go, three, two, one, and someone's music could hit, and I go, uh, wait for the Tron to appear. Oh, it's it's. Oh, there's the name. There <laughs> you go. So I thought I'd uh, sort of get you get you oh going gosh. for this. Oh okay. No. So I have twenty wrestlers themes. Oh, but these are all surprise returns because I can't be asked with the main roster. So okay. just showcase how little we know. These are a mixture of rumored returns, okay. uh, previous uh, surprise appearances, and just people I like. Basically, Phoenix Knight's character is like, Young Ed Hart, do you smell what the rock is cooking? <laughs> oh, God, is it? It's Steve Austin. Uh, Some of them are quite obvious, but uh, it's just for fun, guys. You don't have to, multiple choice, none of that bollocks. Just shout out your name and you'll probably get it right. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to inevitably forget the score, so if you can just try and. <laughs> uh, so for we ex- are our own buzzers and we need to keep the score. Yeah. Yeah. But basically, so for example, is it if I played this? Money. Money. You get the idea, basically. Yeah, it's same, man. Okay, so surprise entrant number one. Whose theme is this? Bill. 
Pat McAfee. Yeah! <laughs> Wasn't, didn't he go off when he oh dropped that WrestleMania? Yeah. How many kicked that ball and fireworks went off? <laughs> <laughs> okay. 1-0 to Phil. This is, this is good. This will be useful next Saturday. Here's entrance te- theme number two. Slightly different, this one. <laughs> oh, damn it, the H stands for Hornswoggle. Why does it always stand for Hornswoggle? <laughs> Is correct. Yeah. Friend of the channel. Okay, Last Royal Rumble, I believe. Craps. Yeah. Last Royal Rumble, I believe, was the greatest Royal Rumble. Uh-huh. <laughs> the last one he worked. <laughs> a five-year break. Okay, one each. I think one of you might have a bit of an advantage on this next one. Bill. <laughs> Stand back. There's a hurricane coming through, I reckon, Helms. Or Molly, Mighty Molly. Let's see. Both pretty much the same. Molly sidekick, okay? It's Mighty Molly! It is Mighty Molly! Did you notice, Phil, in our predicting every Royal Rumble entrant video for the women's match that I uh, arranged for (laughs) Wilborn and uh, Murray to do, that I booked a spot just for you? Yeah, yeah. Which is Mighty Molly getting her revenge on Nikki Cross for last last year's attack. (laughs) Okay. Next one. Again, slightly. Skewed one way, this one. Good luck. Turn it up! Bill! (laughs) (laughs) I think it might be too cool. Uh, That is... uh, I was thinking of Scotty Too Hot in particular because uh, that one... I'm playing some of these off my phone, ladies and gentlemen, Uh and that one is already saved on my phone. (laughs) (laughs) I do not have to search Spotify for that one. Like, I'm not... Feeling how skewed this game currently is. It's, <laughs> it's not like you can just tee up. He's not coming, is he? <laughs> right. I think you might get back into it with this. So, 3 1. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 3 1. Okay. Number five. You're both going to get this. Fingers on buzzers. Hardcore country! <laughs> Mickey James, yeah. champ again! She might. Hardcore country! She won a belt. Uh, yes. Hard to kill. So, I, why not hire in there again? I actually kind of fantasy booked that too, but it was kind of because I wanted to see Jordan Grace in the match. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Mickey James having another go of it. Yeah. Cool. Uh, okay. Another potential surprise next that I would, would not have a problem with, to be honest, considering previous Rumble appearances. Bill. <laughs> Johnny Knoxville. Yeah, get him back. Another match of the year contender from last year. <laughs> Or maybe it's just the giant fist. It's not actually. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine like the SmackDown fist gets a spot in the Rumble and then the jackass hand and the two like the mega powers. <laughs> the mega powers. And then uh, chucking Mae Young's hand in there. You get yeah. yourselves a triple threat. And neither of them can lose because it needs both feet to hit the floor and they're just <laughs> them gone. 4-2? <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. Entrant number seven in this 20-person t- t- battle. <laughs> I don't know. 20. <laughs> We're going to do a bit of trivia in this one. Phil's got the right answer. X Pack? It is. <laughs> Phil. I really wanted to put X Factor in there. I was going to. Yeah. Are you ready to have your GD minds blown? Wilbon's going to play this again for me in a second. What? I think I know where you're going. You, do you know where I'm going? Yeah. Wilbon might not. Wilbon, then. You know where I'm going, Phil. Yeah, yeah. You know where I'm going. What just got said when you press play there? Make some noise! God damn it, you both know it. Yeah. Right then. Like, for years and years and years, you would go. Oh, but it's Max Noise. Max Noise, and then the guy goes, Eggbuck. Eggbuck. 
Still not as good as the Uncle Cracker song, is it? <laughs> I remember the exact moment Nella found out, found out about this because it was on a video that I was editing and it uh-huh. absolutely blew his mind. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. It's like, um, you know, the Smackdown one. Yeah. Like we used to sing, what to do with JR's marrow? What to do with JR's hat? <laughs> right? As if he had like a marrow along with his hat. What to do with JR's marrow? What? Apparently it's just somebody saying everybody on the ground, everybody on the ground over and over and over and what? over again. Yeah. Everybody on the ground, everybody on the ground. Yeah, it's packing the rumble. Yeah, that'd be great effect. Yeah, 100%. Let's have it again, actually, just for old time's sake. Thanks, guys! Thank you for telling us. It would have been better though if so you kicked into Uncle Cracker. <laughs> I know you love the X Factor. X Factor. <laughs> the best edit. 5 2. Hey. Yeah, my ass kicked. Okay. <laughs> now, oh, one of the greatest rumble surprises, this. Oh, Friggin' hell. Um, Titus O'Neil. <laughs> I was going to say both primetime players, because yeah. you, you only want... He's only interested in one of them. Yeah, and he doesn't even really want him to make it into the ring. <laughs> yeah. I know what he wants. <laughs> I know what Adam Wilborn wants, and it's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, entrant number 953. Brilliant. Do, do, do. Bandango. By the way, WWE, it's fair use, this, isn't it? That's count. Yeah, 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 yeah 100%. Yeah. Cutting off after a few seconds. Bring him back. Okay. Oh, Get Dirty Tango back. Yeah. This next one um, is a real test as to whether or not Triple H is still in charge of creative if this happens. Might be a bit hard, this one. I don't know, for some people. Me. It was, but anyway. Is he just about to play Triple H's music? <laughs> Can I go in the rumble dead? Entrant number 10. Oh, God. Hamlet. I know it, but I don't know it. Sin Cara. Correct. Ah, of course. If he's in there, yeah. there's always a chance. Oh, broke my finger. <laughs> a dirty finger. <laughs> Uh, right. That's really painful, by the way. I've never broken a finger. Know, yeah. I'm not oh, no. But like wrestling, it's just like he was mocked r- roundly for it, wasn't it? A broken finger, you loser. <laughs> I wouldn't want to break my finger. Uh, so after 10, it's. I don't know. 6 4, maybe? 6 something like that. Yeah, who knows? It's just for fun, isn't it? Let's be <laughs> okay. Um, this is just straight out of the Wilborn hopes this happens camp, to be perfectly honest. Fair. Pamphlet. Oh, Paul London. Correct. Yeah. What a handsome bastard that man yeah. is. Famed, of course, in Rumble Law for taking that all-time elimination yep. bump off One of the best ever. And uh, getting backstage and getting bollocked for it. Yeah. Did he? Yeah. Stole attention from some boring Randy Orton spot, probably. Something like that. Vince was just like, what the hell was that? It looked good, didn't it? Yeah, and that's not your job, pal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hit the showers. You were fodder. He was very much fodder. Yeah. Getting back. How dare you maximize your minutes? <laughs> Do that spot again, but with Gunther. Oh, my God. With a chop. Yeah. Uh, right, again, slightly biased to this next one, but uh, fingers on buzzers for entrant 12. Pamphlet! <laughs> Don't play with me like this. It's the man, the myth, the legend, 2022's Wrestler of the Year. It's Jeff Jarrett. It Where is. you have just, like... Trained yourself emotionally to react like that to that music. What's this? What's this <laughs> the film? way your face lit up as soon as you heard that. Watch, just just go neutral, Hamlet. Watch this Pavlovian response. 
Oh, it's oh, really it's good that this is a, just an audio one my, medium. One of, my fa- one of my favourite wrestling memories of the year is him showing up on that dynamite. <laughs> and so knowing I was coming into work to do ups and downs and the news. Oh, yeah, oh, you're like, on that. Like, I, Everything's coming up pamphlet house. That little, <laughs> that little billionaire's kid launched a wrestling company in 2019. And for three goddamn years, the only words I wanted to write was Jeff Jarrett's hashtag all elite. Because I knew, <laughs> I knew he would win in the end. And he always fe- wins. What a feeling it was. And wrapping a guitar around that stupid little puke Darby Allen's head as well. <laughs> Like, and, and accidentally shoot busted him up, and there was blood fucking everywhere. Like, the, whew, sorry, I'm getting hot. <laughs> Good work, kid. <laughs> Good work. Uh, from number twelve, Jeff Jarrett, to number thirteen. God save our queen. Pamphlet. That weird Barrett. From Jarrett to Barrett. <laughs> oh God. He can but dream. You want him to be taking his jacket off from the announce booth? I want yeah. him to say, I want the mute, I want the counter. I've laid this out and I'm fairly certain it doesn't work because I think they have Corey and Michael Cole maybe do pay-per-views, but this is a special one, bollocks, yeah. who cares? Um, whatever number it is. Three, two, one. Uh, nothing happens. Kevin, I like Kevin Owens in War Games. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, well, I guess someone's coming and not coming out there and they bollocks this up. Something's gone wrong. And on commentary, they're like, but as he as the countdown's happening and as this science is going on, he just says, "Michael, <laughs> oh, I can't do I can't do Wade, Michael." You know a lot of people been talking about surprises in this Royal Rumble, and to those, I'm afraid I've got some bad news. Guess that? Would that wins not? the Rumble? And uh, wins of course, yeah, he should have been WWE champion, Phil. He should have won the title. Correct me if I'm wrong. Would that not be borrowing? From a WCPW rumble film. Yeah, it would. Dick Barrett from the commentary desk not put his uh, ball hammer elbow pad on and uh, smack Robbie Fowler from... Um, I, think y- you'll y- find, <laughs> I think you'll find wrestling fandom out there that you have WCPW to thank for getting Wade Barrett back into wrestling. Yeah, there you go. He, he was completely out before he came me. to WCPW. Just when I thought I was at. <laughs> so he spent five minutes with me and went, get me back to America. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. No idea what the score is, but we're having a lovely yeah, time. I'm really enjoying this game. Uh, number 14. This could happen next Saturday. Who's this? Humphrey. Ready? Play out. Okay, okay, okay. Jax. Can you imagine? Uh, number 30. I want her for the women's match. I think it would absolutely rule. <laughs> like, she was... Brought up in a promo just last week by Bailey mm-hmm. with Becky Lynch in the ring. Like, yes, imagine well. her squaring Becky Lynch. Like, you squaring became the man because someone broke your face. Yeah. Uh, entrant number 15 in this weird Royal Rumble. <laughs> I'm, ba- I'm holding it up to the mic because I'm so used to it now. Who's this? Hamza. Oh, this is one for Andy Murray, this, isn't it? Yep. It's, uh, it's Gangrel. Yeah. Who's still... Wrestling asthmatic, it's Gangrel. <laughs> Did he get his... You know when he lost his TV appearance because Edge used the entrance and it was like an accident. There was no... Yeah, oh, SummerSlam. Yeah, he yeah. came back at SummerSlam with the brood stuff and the, I with oh, Did he get one in the end? I'm trying... He did it. If I imagine that... Because every wrestler of all time has appeared on Dynamite. Uh, was Gangrel on I feel it like once? he did something with the books. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure oh, he did something. Ca- yes. They came out as... Well, they were, it was when they were feeding with the Hardys and they came out dressed as the yeah. new brood. With mm-hmm. it. Yeah, that was it. Uh, right, entrance. We are into what can only be described as Wilborn Alley now. 
some people that I'd love to see in the Rumble. This one, just a bit of a guilty pleasure of mine. Phil, Maurice. Not Marie. <laughs> Entrant number sixteen, though, is quickly identified by their theme. You know you want that. <laughs> I'm flip. Why? Why do you want Julian <laughs> Hall back in this match? Because I just love it. Th- look, I like it when she says "mad." Let's, let's have it again. Yeah. You know you want that. <laughs> no. There's a certain Bad bit of like I can thread. Jillian Hall saying it about right, to your version of it definitely is that yeah. there's definitely <laughs> yeah, some similarities yeah. there uh, entrance 17 I think this one might change your mind Phil entrance 17 who's this here we go you're looking at the real Phil now Phil D-Lo Brown what a legend what a legend yes the best head. rock flash ever yep I'm going to say it. Suck it, Eddie Guerrero. He's always better. <laughs> yeah, you tell him. <laughs> um, yeah, the reason why I'm thinking about him is because I randomly saw on either Twitter or YouTube shorts, I think it was Twitter, there's a cat that does a head wobble that looks like <laughs> a And I was like waiting for Anne Louise outside. Where? I was like, have you seen this? Can we get it? Massively underrated theme as well. Yeah. Great Real thing. good. Uh... This one requires no introduction. Hamlet. Now, do you want one entry or two? Well, uh, one, considering the other one's just given birth. Yesterday. Oh, of course, <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> right. Billy Kidd is. Yes. Pattering away down the ringside. Get her back. What are you fucking thinking? We watched them, um, like, and speaking of entering into Battle Royals, we watched them take the piss out of the field at the Evolution Battle Royal yeah, and then get yeah. immediately thrown out, didn't we? They were really funny. Bloody waste. Came back and I was like, and then they were like, we're going to split them. And I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> and then they were like, okay, but then this week we're tagging. Sorry, you split last week. <laughs> yeah. that, was, that was that dark times in the pandemic yeah. for me. I remember Peyton Royce on like a raw talk in the Thunderdome. What a sentence. Like basically just pleading, like a cry for help down the lens about like, like a potential being squandered and nobody knows how good she could even mm-hmm. be and she doesn't get the chance yeah. and they release her. It's all right. The story had a happy ending. No, it didn't at all. Um, this one could is being talked about as a potential number thirty entrant. They're entering number nineteen here. <laughs> Who's this? Eat me. <laughs> Good friend of the channel, Ryback. Sorry, the Ryback. Yeah. Can you imagine if he came back. Why did, what was Ryback? Tony Khan packs it up. Right, well, that's not, we're never going to beat him with that, lads. <laughs> we gave it a good go, but the Royal Ryback is here. He just comes out in his car eating burgers. <laughs> <laughs> and last but by no means least, for all the marbles, no, it's, not, it's just for fun, but <laughs> can you imagine, picture the scene, Rhea Ripley is the only woman left standing in the ring. Phil Maurice. Not Marie. <laughs> yeah, we wouldn't need to play it. I'd just sing it myself because it's amazing. Um, Rhea Ripley has eliminated literally 28 other people. Phil, Stephanie McMahon. It's not Stephanie McMahon. <laughs> Who can stop Rhea Ripley? Who can go on to face potentially this person could arguably beat both Charlotte Flair and Bianca Belair on the same night? I like Chris Jericho. 
entrant, the final entrant, entrant 20, <laughs> as if I need to ask you, which theme's this? <laughs> Who is it? In Lana. <laughs> An absolute pop factory of a theme. Uh, who has been angling to get a job back for weeks. <laughs> so, like... And you said make it... She's number 20 in our Royal Rumble here. Yeah. She's number 29 in the real one because she's like, I can't believe I've got this back and then Ijax comes out 30 eliminates puts and puts it to the table. table. <laughs> <laughs> right, I have no idea who won that. Yeah, who cares? We, we all, we all did. Like, uh, okay, any, any of those? Only all us, of those. Only us three in every lister. Yeah. Won that one. <laughs> exactly. Um... Well, congratulations to both of you Thank for doing you. so well <laughs> on the weird Royal Rumble themes quiz. <laughs> Let us know how you got on and who you'd like to see as a surprise in the Royal Rumble next weekend on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Well, actually, you can follow all three of us. You can follow Phil Chambers at... Phil My Chambers. You can follow Michael at... Uh, please send me Mountain Dew Pitch Black through post you can find the what culture address on the website and you can follow Adam Wilborn at <laughs> Adam Wilborn follow us all at what culture WWE as I said make sure you subscribe to what culture wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from uh, for daily wrestling podcasts our Smackdown and Rampage previews are available right now uh, and as I mentioned a little bit earlier over the weekend a podcast with myself and the Dadly Boys chatting all things Raw is Triple X what needs to happen on the most highly anticipated Raw of the year. But for now, this has been <laughs> Wrestle Culture. My thanks to Phil, to Hamlet. Thank you for joining us. Have a great weekend, and we will see you soon. Wrestle Culture is recorded in front of a live studio audience. Wrestling! Pitch Black. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.